Let me tell you of the days of high adventure. Kevin. And I'm John. And this is Six Degrees of Schwarzenegger, the podcast where we take a long, hard look back at some of our favorite action movies from the era of Arnold. <laughs> Schwarzenegger is the icon of the genre, and we're taking a deep dive into some of these 80s and 90s cult action movies, and we're breaking them all the way down. Hi, John. Hey, Kevin. <laughs> How are you, my friend? I I feel I feel good. I feel yeah. pleased to see you with a fresh glass yes. in your hand. Well, I haven't eaten dinner, it. so I'm you things do are it. gonna get things are gonna get dicey in the middle <laughs> of this a episode. Heavy I feel. Yeah, well, on an empty stomach. I'm a grown like ass that. man. <laughs> I gotta uh, I gotta dull the pain from that fall from earlier. But anyway, we're here to talk a little more. What about are we here? What are we talking about? The 1986 uh, Stallone. We Opus. Can't, we can't call it a. Yeah, it's something. <laughs> it's an epic 87 minute saga. I wonder. So, in the world of classical music, people like Mozart, Bach, Beethoven, Haydn, yeah. all these, all these composers, people set about because they were so prolific. They set about cataloging their works, and so like the it's like the B B W V or B. BVW is box catalog, and then they, the the okay. numbers are Mozart's catalog. These guys went and cataloged all of their works. I wonder how does that how does that work? Do they have his original? They yeah, sheet they go through, music that he wrote, or is it someone's? They go through all the manuscripts, and then um, I think I don't know if they're chronological or if they're date of publication or what they are, but then they they assign them a number. So okay. like all of Mozart's known catalog is like uh, uh, ordered as is Beethoven's, Box, Haydn's, all these guys. And so you said opus, because a lot of these guys call it, you know, it's like whatever number, opus, piano sonata number 12, opus number 15, or whatever. Okay. It's like how, I don't know how the ordering works, because I blacked out in musicology class and music theory class, but it makes me wonder, you saying opus, like, is someone <laughs> eventually going to be, like, ordering Stallone's movies? This they order them film, in, in... Film in, number 15. In importance? Oh, no, you're saying they just, <laughs> just like... Just, like, give them a catalog number. It's like, yeah, in, man. in Stallone's oeuvre, yeah. will, it, will it be ordered in such a way? It's Probably also crazy not. to think about all those dudes. Well, some of them might have been more organized than Mozart, but, like, Mozart was a little batshit, right? But, yeah. like... Well, that's the thing is they the didn't order just they rattled off music it, and then said, I don't really like this and tossed yeah, it out. No one ever that, heard it. Yeah. Well, that's the thing is like they, they reckon that in the, um, in the bombings in Germany during World War II, that dozens, if not hundreds, probably dozens, l mm -hmm. less likely to be hundreds, but that, that there were works of Johann Sebastian Bach that no one will ever hear there was or no know recordings about because, made because the not... manuscripts were destroyed wow because they had them archived and then museums got blown up and that shit's gone forever it's which fucking that's fucking crazy. terrible it's like it's like what if the, the one song that if everyone heard it it would have about like bach bach if anyone had it it was bach like uh -huh. wrote wrote the formula for like 
um, harmony and humanity, yeah. but we never we never heard it, so we're you all know, doomed. They didn't have the cloud back then. <laughs> no, save it all to the cloud. That's right. Well, we're not here to talk about the cloud or <laughs> musicians. We took a wide, uh, <laughs> we took a, a wide berth. We took a, a winding route to work our way back around to Cobra. <laughs> From Bach to Cobra, those two things have never been mentioned in the same conversation. Oh man! Um, but, <laughs> but yeah, I, I bet I bet Stallone would argue that Cobra loves Bach. Well, why don't you catch us up a little bit on the plot? Oh yeah, so um, well. Cobra killed a guy in a grocery store that was holding the grocery store hostage who claimed to be part of a some sort of a new world order. It was like some Judge Dread type <laughs> judge, jury, and executioner shit. Yeah, it was. Um, we got from the from the very opening montage that there is some sort of murder cult with a, a very easily identifiable tattoo, which this guy had, the yeah, guy that right. held the grocery store hostage, but that Cobra blew the dude away and said he was justified and that killers or murderers don't have rights. Oh, whatever. And then, yeah. And then that was it. And then he heard a, and then we heard a news report saying that there's a serial killer on the loose called the night slasher who has killed a 16th victim. And that's literally all that happened. Right. Yep. There you go. You're spot on, but my friend killed it, (laughs) nailed it. So one bit of business we need to get out of the way first. Yeah. Is to acknowledge the fact that Cobra is a psychopath. Like the character of Cobra is a fucking like psychotic killer with a badge. Yeah, whether Stallone thought that he was just writing a guy with a quirk, like a, well, a super was quirky dirty, guy. I feel like it was the dirty, hairy, like philosophy of like the people are ready for a hero like this who just is going to fucking take matters into their own hands. That's that's very timely. Yeah. Vigilante justice. Vigilante give justice. Every, give everyone a gun. Yeah. It's like, but dude is psychotic. Yeah, he's insane. Uh, we've seen should the way he lives. should not be, like, if if he was an actual cop, and if internal affairs is a thing, then, then this guy would not have a job. He would be in an institution. Absolutely. He, he lives like a serial killer. <laughs> His apartment is sweet, but yeah, it looks like we, we, I, I said, it looks like beautiful mind in there. It's like, it's like there's everything is wrong. He's in there with all sorts of weird. Yeah. Just weird shit happening in there from his, his whole decor. <laughs> fucked up. He had a dot matrix printer in there. It's a weird <laughs> shit. Yeah. I don't know. But yes, Cobra to me is, it's an odd hero yeah he's insane he's as flawed a hero as i think we've seen in any of these action movies we've talked about because he's a fucking crazy man he's a crazy person i'm trying to think of of a similar hero in the genre and um mel gibson and lethal weapons about murta not murta um Uh, riggs riggs is about the closest thing that i can think of yeah where That's he's just call. like unhinged. He's off the deep end. But even but even Riggs like You thought had it was scruples. almost an act. Though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. he didn't necessarily he wasn't as crazy as he seemed. But Cobra is more crazy than he seems. I would if say, anything. yeah, Riggs Riggs is Riggs has depression or is manic depressive. Whereas there I was think a that, tragedy whereas that, that Cobra, put him in a dark place. Whereas that Cobra is legitimately insane. He's found a job where he can kill with impunity. Do we think he's a vet? And no, and this is no slight to veterans. Uh, but no, it's no, like, I'm trying just to think Stallone, of, Stallone has such a respect for the veteran community and because of Rambo. And I'm then I'm wondering, what like, age, how old is Cobra? 40? Probably. So 
he could have been a young man in Vietnam, maybe. I, did, and that's, I don't think I, I just default he, to that because, is, because of though. Rambo and because of Stallone and the way that he well, thinks Vietnam of his was characters. such a fucked up situation that it, yeah. it did leave a lot of people, I feel like, in yeah. a fucked up place after. Yeah, and I, I want to like reaffirm support the veterans. <laughs> support Absolutely. For the veterans. Um, but just but this is Sylvester Stallone, so we have this to. This is have his to, we, version. We, we want to leave no stone unturned. Well, it's like I mean, if you look at the Rambo shit, it went from Rambo, First Blood, like a sympathetic, yeah, portrait PTSD. of a veteran who came home and was hated by people. Yep. When this wasn't Wrongfully, his war, that yeah. he didn't ask for yeah, this. Absolutely. So Rambo Two, where it became like a let's fucking fight the war over again and win this time type mindset and that's, that's the, and that's why i think that and that's why i asked the question because i feel like that's all stallone stallone I feel like, had worked his way into this really right-wing mindset by this point in his yeah. career stallone stallone had bought the narrative that that vietnam like it wasn't it wasn't our fault it wasn't our fault like and, and it was make, trickle down economics make the v deeper <laughs> deeper 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 bigger but yes We'll pick up on the plot. What plot? Of Cobra. Exactly. <laughs> the movie's going to start to take shape now that we're <laughs> 16 minutes in. <laughs> that's okay. That's, I mean, but for a movie that's only, what? 86 minutes. Yeah, yeah. we got one hour left yeah, of screen it's like time. We got to go. We got to hustle. So <laughs> we, we pick up on a highway underpass at night. Mm-hmm. Got this cargo van cruising around slowly. Stops in front of a diner. We see there are masked men in the van. Yeah, you remember pantyhose over there? Say, son, you got a panty on your head. What <laughs> Raise, was that? Raising Arizona. No, son, you got a panty on your head. <laughs> so one of the men was oddly like playing with a comb, which is another weird touch. I, I identify that. I've done that, yeah, but like that's I just an odd. It is thing but to it, shoot. It's yeah, not a thing it's to film. Very strange. This woman is closing up the diner. She's walking out to her car. Doors open on the van. These masked attackers get out. They're wielding axes and sledgehammers. Yeah, well, she she like clearly notices. She's like that. That van's up to no good. And like, I don't look to, right. Yeah, she's. It like, was like ah. reversing back towards. Yeah, I saw the reverse yeah, lights yeah. were on, and she like starts to make a beat for her car. So that's going to be a problem for her. She gets in her car, but the attackers start just wailing on the car and break in. Um, there's that great shot of like the the double headed axe sort of silhouetted in the window. It yeah. was I recall that. An attacker with his big scary knife seems to kill her. It's a very um, conspicuous looking knife. Yeah. A very memorable looking knife. I saw where the knife was like custom made for this movie. The filmmakers had asked for a memorable design. Still, <laughs> Apparently that, they got that it. That was probably a guy that Stallone had custom ordered a knife from. He probably made the Rambo knife for him. Or the Rambo 2 knife. I feel like the Rambo yeah. 1 knife was a normal sort of Bowie knife. It, it was a normal Bowie knife with the compass the, on the... On the, and the, one in, the one in 2 was... Bigger. 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 Uh, it's like a fucking machete. It's an extension of my penis. It's got to be big. I mean, everything he does is what he wishes his dick was. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Cut to the morgue. Their nude bodies and body parts are just lying around. It's, Wait, did we establish that, like, it's pretty clear that they killed that woman, right? Yeah, but they didn't yeah. show it. It was, like, yeah. off screen, but, yeah, yeah we sort of like lunged it's, it's there. Like the, it, everything slow goes motion. slow Yeah, exactly. Slow-mo and her terrified face and the downward there thing. There was heavy edits, apparently, to cut a lot of, like, super graphic violence out of the movie. Which I, I kind of appreciate, because you yeah. don't really need to see it. I think they got an X rating, and they had to cut a lot of Fuck. shit out. But wow. So did RoboCop. But you got to think, RoboCop came out, like, the next year from this, and if RoboCop got an R rating... 
you got to wonder how violent this shit was, that it was more violent than RoboCop. Man, what is in Stallone's head? Because this know. movie, this movie is written it and directed. Let's just like call what it. I what I read. I haven't Stallone. seen deleted scenes or anything like that. But what I read was there was like legit shit where they're like cutting people like limbs off and stuff like that. Oof. So okay. it's right, probably well, for the go. best. Yeah, that no, it was definitely all off for the screen. Best. But yeah, we pick up in the morgue. There's nude bodies. Body parts are just strewn about. That can't bodies, be bodies. Bodies can't be proper procedure. No. Just naked dead no. titties are out. No. So the coroner's explaining that the newest victim's wounds match the other night slasher deaths. Okay, well, so, and this is it. He says he's 90% sure it's the same weapon. Yeah, okay. But we have heard from the news report that multiple weapons, weapons, all types of weapons, silent weapons. Hammers. And I thought and that the night slasher was yeah, using lots of different kinds of weapons. This is written by someone who was didn't give a fuck about <laughs> consistency or anything. And, and, but they also, no also one came through remember. and polished up the script. Like That's true. Let's come through and like clean up the inconsistencies here. Nah. Slide. No. No. It's perfect. It's perfect it's, the way it is. It's I don't want to share I don't want to share a screenwriting credit. This is all me. But so that is that is some absolutely true bullshit. <laughs> it is true. Man, that's crazy. So Captain Sears is there. He points out that there's still no pattern to the victims. Wait, no pattern? Well, not to the victims themselves. Okay. The, the selectees. But there's sol- similarities between the killings. Exactly. That's how they know it's the same killer, I yeah. guess. But there's, there's no pattern in the who the victims are. He's using a ball-peen hammer, <laughs> an air conditioning unit. So Cobra is off to the side toying with like surgical instruments, a bone saw and like this other little weird clamp or some shit. He suggests it could be more than one killer. Thanks, Dexter. I'm telling you, Cobra is a fucking serial killer with a badge. But what what the fuck is he doing here? Who invited you? No. So Monty jumps down his throat, tells him this isn't your area of expertise. You're just trying to play. This isn't your specialty. This is I love this is pure investigative police work, not jumping through windows. Sick burn, bro. <laughs> but what is, I you gotta wonder why is Cobra there? Does yeah. he just hang around the morgue I on like that, slow nights? No, I think that Captain Sears is like, come on he, down, Cobra. Yeah, he's like, fuck. Well, also he probably knows that he can't keep him out. He'll shoot up. He'll kill another cop, <laughs> and he needs him. He probably does. Like he probably brings in like his his arrest rate is so high. No, yeah, he kills well, everybody. And by arrest he rate, I mean murder. He kills people. <laughs> well, this guy, he was guilty. He's guilty. No, and just know it. Well, no one can prove that he wasn't guilty. <laughs> the cobra was. Yeah, cobra <laughs> is the, go that co- dark. cobra is the personification of the the, the American only- justice system as the right wing wishes that it could be. Yes. Yeah. So. Cobra says he doesn't care about being a hero. He just wants to be involved. Whatever that means. Is this how police operate, though? Come on. No, you can't just volunteer for a job. I want to be involved it's in this case, case, boss. It's not your case. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, oh, yeah we'll put right. Cabretti on we'll it. We'll put you it's on. fine. Okay, you talked me into it with that speech. So, as the men are walking and talking, Monty is telling Sears that letting Cobra get involved will be a big mistake. Monty says Cobra needs to stick with the zombie squad. They start throwing the term zombie squad around casually like that's an actual thing. Yeah, like, no, I've never heard that term no. until this movie. Apparently, Stallone got the idea. people that work at night? What I read was that Stallone got the idea for the zombie squad because there was a real-life zombie squad in Belgium who was, quote, 
comprised of cops who would go out at night and handle crazed criminals on their own terms. Well, fucking no, what? Number one, it should be comprising because comprised of. This is a free <laughs> a free grammar lesson for all you <laughs> listeners. Comprised of is not right. It's comprising. Okay. Or comprises. It is the same as includes or in or yeah or including <laughs> comprising. There is no such thing as comprised of. Okay. That does not exist in any dojo. It is not in the English <laughs> language. I like, so Stallone was inspired by right-wing vigilantes, Oh, basically. I'm shocked. Sounds like. I'm shocked. So the <laughs> Captain Sears concurs. Fuck, man. What if, what if like, like all the alt-right. Uh, just love Cobra, man. The, the, Cobra and Punisher. <laughs> they love Cobra and Punisher. So Sears, Captain Sears concurs. Like Monty says, you're a specialist who does a job nobody wants, but we can't shake people down. Internal affairs will jump on us. He says, Cobra's like, well, if the cops have to follow rules and the Night Slasher doesn't, then the cops will lose. Ooh, okay. I feel like that's the difference between good guys and bad guys, yeah. Cobra. Yeah. That's yep. the difference between justice and fucking revenge. Why do all the law and order people seem to be okay with police breaking the law? Yeah. But, well, because the system's broken. So there's this brief stare down between all the men and then Sears and Monty go into Sears office and then Cobra and Gonzalez go across the hall. Directly across the hall. All of this place is like plexiglass see-through windows. Yes, to where the shooting range appears to be. Right there next to where everyone sits and works. In the middle of the fucking squad room. How can you get, (laughs) like, I'm like, so I write and edit all day for a living right now and I cannot fathom like with a gun range being there like what the hell that shit was i guess it's because you hope that nobody's sitting at their desk like unless they're just filling out papers or whatever but and that was one of the most bizarre moments in a movie full of bizarre moments it was it would it would have been like it would have been akin to them like walking through a clear door into a fucking car wash or something it's like why is this here it's like that makes less sense than if there had been a like the showers were plexiglass enclosed in the middle or, of the squad or if they'd room. walk through and it's like in the morgue was right there next to their yeah. their desks and <laughs> shit. it makes no sense okay the cobra says he guessed there's nothing we can do but sit around and wait for it to happen again then he empties his clip into a target fucking nothing but bullseye of course and by it we mean like we have to sit around and wait until the killer kills again yeah 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 it also seemed like there was like a laser scope sighting on the target that he was shooting but his gun does not have a laser scope no. so i don't know what the fuck was going on no one does now, stallone even doesn't later on stallone probably said i want the gun to have a laser scope but i don't want it to have one uh, what uh, in america in america 250 uh, rapes per second <laughs> <laughs> like, what? what fuck he just <laughs> rapes he did he's like he savored it <laughs> now later on the can co- you imagine that video <laughs> session took two hours and it was just him saying no, no. rapes over and over sound, again i don't sound horny enough <laughs> <laughs> jesus christ that's also true <laughs> now later on the killer's cargo van is stalking a woman in a station wagon 
I also felt like the movie has no shortage of cool cars. Yeah, that station wagon. Her car was cool. The cargo van. They weren't just like normal cars. I thought like they were like vintage shit. Yeah, it's pretty uh, cool. Agreed. Agreed. But at a stop, the van rear-ends the station wagon. Yeah, so they're they're underneath an overpass or something yeah, like that, and they like yeah. there's a stop sign, and they like rear-end her. Yeah, they just slam into the back of her car. A woman hops out of the van. Some other men hop out like with weapons. The woman runs around and puts on this like valley girl sort of voice. Well, like, like, she's so mention, mention that the woman in the car seems genuinely annoyed at this minor minor fender bender and immediately rolls down the window like yeah. we're going to exchange we're, uh, insurance right, information right. or whatever. As you would expect. Um, but yeah, then then the woman, which I was like, even on second watch, I was like, I blacked out and didn't remember this, but. Like that, there was a woman in the gang. That yeah, was yeah, like, yeah. Oh, and yeah, put on. It was this almost like, like a puppet master. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she's like, "Oh, like, I'm so sorry that happened." And the, yeah, it's just odd. But that woman is Lee Garlington. She acts her ass off. She was fucking swinging for the fences in this role. Yeah, big time. She was just like taking she, chances. She, she killed it. So the others surround the car and they attack the main dude. That's the night slasher, Brian Thompson, kills the woman. I feel like this is the first time we really got to see his face. Yeah. Um, and he's one of the most like evil looking dudes you'd ever see, right? So then we just cut to Ingrid. That's Brigitte Nielsen. Yep. She's driving along in her Jeep, passing by the murder scene. Constantly checking herself out in the rearview mirror. <laughs> Was she? That's just probably real. Constantly. They're just like, like, just do she, what you naturally like, do in a car. And, and she's, she's like, like, okay. I can't stop looking at myself in the mirror because that's all she keeps doing. With her fucking unbuckled seat belt is like just prominently swinging around in the background and I'm like yeah. fucking what? Another but time. Another rad vehicle. Yeah that Jeep that is awesome. Jeep she was driving is fucking like Sarah Connor's Jeep at the end of Terminator yeah, or whatever yeah, just yeah, fucking yeah. cool shit. Also I'm pretty sure that underpass where they were filming was a location in Terminator where Terminator crashed the police car into yeah, the wall. Yeah. Whatever I'm 99% sure same location. But so the night slasher, he walks out into the road and stares her down. Yeah, so he he walks right in the middle of the street. She seems to slow to make sure that whoever this person is I is okay. Thought that someone needs help or something. Yeah, like a break and then down. she's like, "Holy shit, you've got crazy face." Yeah, they locked eyes for like a good few seconds. Then she sped off. She's like, "No, thank you." The bad woman was screaming for him to get the license plate number. Smart. The, the baddies hop in their vehicle. They drive off. I couldn't tell if it was 2CO or 2CQ in 654. <laughs> yeah. But it's one of those two things. Yeah, it was. Later, the police are doing forensics work at the scene. What was that weird art installation that was there? The statues? There was like four figures, four men. Like, just seemed like they were just looking at something. Yeah. I have no odd. idea. I'm like, what yeah, the very fuck strange. Is this? But so Captain Sears is there, says the Night Slasher's daring them to catch him. We're all out of options. Call the bastard, he says. Which yeah, is the bastard like, presumably like, being Cobra. Yeah, but Nerdy Cop is still like, we need to dig in and find a clue. And like on Monty, not a fan. On on second watch of this movie, it was like from get go, I would have assumed that Monty would have been part of the murder cult, which I think was in the script. Yeah, but he's like, I would have bet money if, like that he's like doing everything he could to he's, like foil yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, he's trying to slow the investigation down, it seems. Be or out. he just really hates Cobra. But Cobra's not a detective. He's like a blunt tool, you know what I mean? I almost wonder if he's on like the police payroll or if he's like an independent contractor. Co that, Cobra? Like, yeah, that's, yeah, <laughs> yes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the, like, uh, that they're like, uh, they 
siphon money to him somehow. He's like not even on the books. So at police dispatch, we see that the evil woman from the gang is a police officer. She's running Ingrid's license what? plate number through the computer to get her address. So all shit, like she's a cop. But okay. also the timeline starts to get really blurry right now for the next little bit. So this is later on the same night. Yeah, one assumes like, that she immediately she participated in the murder and then went and clocked in. Yeah, went for the washed, overnight. She washed her face and put her hair up. Yeah, and <laughs> went to go pull the over like the graveyard shift on dispatch or mm-hmm. something. Elsewhere, Cobra's on the roof of a parking deck <laughs> doing fucking god knows what. He's like he is polishing his, his car. car. He's wax on, wax off on that fifty Mercury. I feel like this is what the zombie squad does when they're not. Like executing suspected criminals. Now wearing a full trench coat. They're hanging around the morgue or they're pampering their cars. (laughs) In the dead of night. Gonzalez is there snacking on a candy bar as they wait. Uh, Sears arrives with Monty. Sears tells Cobra, you know every sicko in the city. Shake him down. Do, Do what you have to do to get a lead on this maniac. So Sears says, if you find the night slasher, do what you do best. He means murder him, right? Yeah. Um, well, and then, but then Monty's like, try not to waste the wrong guy. But I feel like again, that's happened before. But then what, what do you care? Yes. So then Monty and Sears leave. Like, what do you think is motivates Monty? Is he just like a hatred but, but, for Cobra? But, 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 but we should, we should mention guy? that Cobra says, what happens if I find the guy? Do what and, you do and, best. And they're like, just... And they and they're like well, that's what I'm saying. That they're means like kill him, right? And then they go, it's like just make it look like he fired first. <laughs> what? Basically. What every cop in this movie is crooked, except for maybe Gonzalez. But even Gonzalez is like yeah. going along with all this. What what do you think, in your opinion, what motivates Monty? Is like a I'm trying to climb for the top. I'm trying to hamstring the investigation. I, 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 I hate that I, I hate since, Cobra. I think that I think that it's that like you were saying, he wants to be celebrity cop that's out in front of the media. Like I want to be hate, the chief one day. He he wants to be in Tango and Cash. He wants to be Monty wants to be, to be Tango and Monty. I feel honestly. Like one could make the argument that he just wants to see shit done by the books. Because so well, far, that's, that's all, all he seems to like. be arguing. He like, wants, let's he wants just follow the fucking Constitution. Like, so what? That, no, we you don't like that. You fucking pussy? <laughs> Are you crazy? We can't do that. Uh-huh. <laughs> so Gonzalez speaks up. You know, when this is over, I'd like to celebrate by punching a hole in Monty's chest. I love that line. I love Gonzalez in general. He's like my favorite character, probably, because he's the one I'd want to have a well, beer with. He's the only with. one that's a character. Yeah. Then Cobra responds, you know what the trouble with you is? You're too violent. It's fucking that, odd. That delivery a, a, sucks. Attempted a joke, whatever. Cobra's starts then to criticize Gonzalez's diet. Yeah, he, junk food. He attributes Gonzalez's alleged lust for violence to his sugar intake and this suggests like, he should try something natural like prunes, raisins, fish and rice. This is coming from it's a like, fucker who's at home eating pizza. pizza with scissors. What? Like, and this is where, this is where like first blatantly it, it occurred to me. is like, what is Cobra supposed to be? Is he a <laughs> badass? Is he funny? There's like, no, is he crazy? Like it, it's no rhyme or reason to there's anything. No coherence to his character just from one scene to the next. It also though, reminded me of Tango and Cash where 
where Tango seemed obsessed with other people's diet and what that's other Stallone. people were eating. I think, is, I think it's Stallone, and that's what comes to mind when he's writing. He's like, oh. it's like I would criticize him eating a candy bar. Okay. okay. It's like, and then and then no one said, uh, Sly. Everyone you're at home, like, eating, but your character's at home eating, eating pizza. pizza. Like, well, okay. He, he only ate the tip of the pizza. He ate one quarter of one slice a day. That's his diet. He ate the quarter of the pizza, which means he was getting he gets 300, 450 calories for dinner, which is less than the recommended <laughs> amount by the, like, oh my God. Yeah, he's, he's insane. But, he's insane. So the two, uh, Cobra and Gonzalez, they get in their respective cars, they drive off. Cut to <laughs> fucking the weirdest shit that's ever been put this on is film. So, it is so weird. There's this montage that's essentially a music video for uh, Robert Tepper's song, Angel of the City. And if you haven't heard it, continue not hearing it. Uh, yeah, it's trash. <laughs> but Slow origi- probably loved it. Like, That's what I'm saying. But he, how did he hear it? He loves the easy listening Where shit. Did, like, did he have someone in the record industry being like, Sly, you gotta hear this song. This guy is fucking killing it. Robert Tepper. You know who Angel was putting him city. on all this shit was probably fucking Frank Stallone. That's who was doing true. similar type That's music. That's true. Good call. You got to put my friend Robert on the maybe, soundtrack. Maybe I would be interested in going back and seeing if uh, if if uh, Frank Stallone was like a producer on the track or I, something. Yeah, I don't think Frank popped up on this soundtrack as an artist, but maybe he, he was up on a lot of them. Yeah. yeah. And so I was like, oh my God, this song fucking, it fucks <laughs> so it. hard. So now we see Ingrid. She's modeling for this photo shoot in a room full of fucking robots. Yeah, so yeah, we we get we see all these shots of Cobra and Gonzalez cruising the streets, working their sources Which is for weird info. Because we just saw them people. We just saw them drive off separately. Well, well, and we're now they're canvassing scene. We're like, gonna meet in the same spot. We're gonna <laughs> meet in the same parking lot. But yeah, they're they're talking to homeless people, uh, which is all that footage is intercut with footage of Ingrid modeling with these robots for some the, reason. The most bizarre photo shoot in history. Although you gotta say Brigitte was like stunningly beautiful. Yeah, yeah. She was a cannot an all time looker. But yeah. It's also it's also inter intercut with like shots of Night Slasher in his lair. Doing what the fuck he does. Like banging axes. Banging together. axes, po- sharpening knives. <laughs> but yeah, there's all these scenes of despair from the city. This shit goes on for three and a half minutes. They're in a f- movie that's eighty three minutes long. Frequent wardrobe and wig changes for Brigitte. Including, we see Brigitte with her, like, sporting her natural short hair, Mm -hmm. which is clearly her real hair. Mm -hmm. Which begs the question, is Ingrid wearing a wig in her day-to-day life? I think so, yeah. Well, I mean, in all, well, and hopefully they're not listening, but my across-the-street neighbor wears mad extensions all day, every day. Okay. Just well, a lot it's of one women thing to have that. like extensions. It's another thing to have like a curly wig that you wear, I, just driving I, your car around. I, but I think that that's it's like. But she's a model. Who knows yeah, what the fuck's yeah, exactly. going on? With but her. also, it's like we also yeah, Cobra and Gonzalez hitting every neighborhood in town. Cobra's gun hanging out of his jeans the entire time. <laughs> like that's not inviting anyone to like talk. Also, why was one of the robots wearing a goddamn fur coat? It was like. One of those mink coats where, like, the mink's body is, like, still uh, on at the head. Why is the Night Slasher, why doesn't he know how to sharpen a knife? We had, we wonder, this is all happening over what span of time? Simultaneously. But, like, is this, so the Night Slasher, we see him 
walking around with the knife with the pantyhose on, walking around without the pantyhose on his head. He's at home slat, like sharpening the knife. Is this all happening in like a 30 minute span? I, maybe so, but like <laughs> he doesn't know how to sharpen a knife. Is that he's doing it he wrong? He is doling it's the, on the knife, whetstone. Which is like just dragging the blade straight across the thing instead of like cutting it across at an angle. It's like he's making the blade worse. <laughs> Maybe maybe that's the point. Maybe he wants it to hurt more. It's dull, <laughs> you twit. Cobra and Gonzalez, they seem to be hitting every neighborhood in town. They're not getting anywhere. Right. They're in this tattoo parlor, but they don't know anything about the cult tattoo that we are aware of. So I don't know why they're in there. No, well, but, but that's another bit of another bit of trivia that is that they should have like looked over that body. Why didn't they show anyone like looking over that body? In the grocery store? Yeah, the, the grocery they, store killer. Well, they wouldn't think he was connected because he But at that I point, just think, like, but check out the tattoo. Cobra would. He's Cobra, got it. Yeah, why not? It could be connected. Who the fuck knows at this point? But we also need to mention that Cobra and Gonzalez walk into a bar and Cobra just manhandles oh, the black bartender. I went right over that. Yeah, Cobra gets rough with this black bartender for no apparent reason. It's the first time in the whole, like this whole interrogation sequence that he just walks into a place and grabs a black dude. Grabs the dude. Again, felt borderline like racist shit. Yep. Yeah. Then as the song winds down, uh, the lights in the photo studio, they turn off. We see the one evil robot, I guess. His lights are glowing and there's an ominous music I guess that's just supposed to be like some shit's about to go down. Yeah. I think it's just supposed to like set the stage for what's Uh, about to happen. A sense of dread. Yeah. It's exactly. (laughs) Stallone probably was like, now the robot. He had a thing for robots, didn't he? At At the time. Yeah. It's like, so Rocky Rocky for this movie, it's like, what do you think he was like, he wishes like he wishes so hard that he had been the Terminator. Do you think that's oh, what it is? I think he missed out on being Terminator for real. Could you, God, he would have fucking wrecked it. It would have been terrible because he would, he was like, well, he needs more lines. He's a robot, you cock. He doesn't talk. <laughs> we needs more lines. Now we, we go to the parking garage. The night slasher's van is there waiting. How did they find her? At well, the, at the photo shoot. Well, that's a great, and I had the same this question. This is the so same they, they, night. They right? only like a uh, crazy, crazy cult lady only knew where the home, home address. address would be. So unless she has a roommate that was like, no, she's at work or something like that. I guess they could have sent a. She was in uniform. Maybe she stopped by and was like, "Where's Ingrid?" But she's at a photo that, shoot. That assumes that anyone is there. You have to show that. If she's a successful model, she doesn't need a roommate. No. But but we're we're also we're making excuses for via, Stallone via here. the next via the next scene we we get the, that she's like right on the cusp of becoming a big, a big time star. Model. Yeah. So, yeah, Ingrid and the photographer they're exiting the parking garage elevator. That's David Rash or Rashi, I'm not sure how to pronounce it, but he's yeah. in so many things, but mo- most Tell recently me. people would recognize him as playing Carl on Succession that works for the company. Yeah. <laughs> he is like he's played the same this is he's played the same character nonstop for 30 years. Like just this sort of like generally sleazy. Yeah, just a sleaze. Like That's awesome. bottom feeder climbing to the top. So the photographer sort of gives the security guard the signal like we don't need your help getting to the car. He gave him that, like, back off so I can harass this yeah, woman. Poor, gesture. like, security guard was like, oh, you're in good hands. No, she's uh, not. <laughs> so the photographer, she's trying to score with her by telling her he could book her bigger jobs if, if you he wanted. wanted. Yeah. He's on, like, some Me Too shit. 
But <laughs> Ingrid says she doesn't want to play that game with him. He Perhaps. plays dumb for a moment. Then he's like, well, of course I want to sleep with you. I'd be crazy not to want to fuck you. Like, uh, okay. Uh, okay. So then Ingrid gets spooked by a noise. We see that there's like shadowy figures with axes. Yeah, there's, there's like an underneath <laughs> shot from a car and we see it's an absolutely pristine, gleaming, never been used axe head. And I do love that like the, this, this photographer guy was like, you should fuck me for your, it's not for me. Well, yeah, it's yeah, for yeah. your career, which he like says multiple times. And so inside the security guard, he, he gets back upstairs. He sees that Ingrid's left her bag. So he grabs it and he hops back down, back downstairs. The photographer is putting the fucking full court press on Does Ingrid. Does not care about the noise or anything He's else. trying like every tactic. He's like, I'm not doing this for me. I'm just trying to help you Look, find happiness. I'm not, it's not like I'm asking you to marry me. So yeah, Ingrid realizes that she left her bag inside. The fucking photographer's like, see, you do need me. That's he's like, just, so weird. He is so, he is persistent. Give him points for that, but he's a fucking dickweed, dude. Yeah, he's terrible. So she looks up to see there's a man standing behind him with a fucking axe. Oh, okay. <laughs> she screams. The warning gives the photographer like just enough time to dodge the first swing of the axe. The axe ruptures some pipes and steam comes shooting out. Atmospheric. You know, parking decks are well known for their steam pipes. For their pipes. <laughs> but another killer appears. It looks like it's curtains for the photographer, but we don't really you know, see what happened you know, with I him. Feel, I feel like we get a, another down. It's sort of like what happened to the woman in the car. There's, there's, there's a downward slash and then we hear a scream. They probably cut out some really gruesome shit. Yeah. So... Ingrid runs. Another killer pops out, grabs her. He flings her down on the hood of this car. He goes to swing an axe at her, but it gets like hung up in the pipes. I can't tell of if it's an axe or a sledgehammer, system. but yeah, it's like, dude, come on. So water They're goes. They're not hanging down that low. I guess they were low enough. But yeah, so this water goes spraying everywhere. That's Ingrid so, runs for it. That's dopey. This innocent bystander appears, gets <laughs> axed down. Yeah, some dude that's working in the law firm on the third floor. And he's got like a bottle like, of champagne uh? and a Christmas gift or something. He fucking gets fucking poor it bastard. Is a, it is a gets, Christmas movie after all. After all. Ingrid frantically hits the buttons for the elevator. The killers are closing in. The elevator door opens and Ingrid begs the security guard for help. There he is with her bag. Security guard draws his gun, starts shooting, hitting no one. Yeah, he's like, he's telling her back. I, I appreciate the valor of the security yeah, guard yeah, telling yeah. her to like get back. And he sees the attackers and draws a gun and starts like open fire. And she's like, but then she, instead of she getting the elevator, like she, she crawled instead of going back in the elevator and go back in the, I guess, like, couldn't she go to the lobby floor and then run out? Or? The elevator, probably riding up the elevator would have been the way to go, I guess. That's what Although I would have Then you're maybe, I don't know. Well, she could have ridden up to the top floor and called 911. That's true. They don't know what floor you're on. Yeah. Yeah, she should have done that shit. But anyway, instead, she's she, stupid. she drops, she crawls off into the parking garage somewhere. Yeah. The night slasher, he's back in the van now. He tells the driver, kill her. <laughs> it's a fucking creepy delivery. The driver rams the van into the security guard. I don't understand the logic of any of this. That was the most violent fucking crash I've seen in a while. Well, like, crashed, that was insane. Like, kill her. So the dude. She's not he, there. He crushes the security guard's body into a concrete wall and destroys their car. Yeah, except that they drive away in a second, and I'm like, there's that, no, there's I call no, bullshit. That doesn't happen. There's they, no way. They At full speed. 
Yeah, they were going 30 miles an hour into a brick wall. At least. But so, fucking violent death for the heroic security guard. Yeah, like trying to get off as many rounds as possible to stop the onslaught, but couldn't do it. So Night Slasher, he gets out, he looks around while Ingrid's hiding. We hear the sound of uh, police sirens growing. The Night Slasher gets back in the van and they drive away. No fucking chance that vehicle's operating. Really, anymore. really good acting here from Brigitte, like hiding on whatever like down ramp yeah. she was. Like, she with had the water some natural talent. Yeah, I think she had the same issue that Van Damme and Schwarzenegger had, where you got an accent. But her accent was so slight; it's like almost imperceptible yeah. compared to the two of those guys. I do. I. I, I feel like. Maybe it's when she's doing scenes with Stallone. It's bad. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, he but probably anyway. told her to like, can you make the accent sound worse <laughs> to make me sound better? Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> so later on, Ingrid's at the hospital. Cobra and Gonzalez are there. A nurse is being kind of rude to Ingram. I felt like, did you get that same vibe? I didn't. I didn't get that. Because he was giving her like, she wanted to give her something that was and, she wanted, and Ingrid's like, like, I don't want to go. I don't want to go yeah, to sleep. So the, the and shot, the vet and the nurse is like, this won't make you sleepy. It's just going to calm you down. I, I didn't get bitchy. I got like the nurse is just being like, hey, I thought more like nurse. Like, I don't know. Matter of fact, it wasn't really bitchy maybe so. But like this is a victim who's been through some shit tonight. Yeah. You pro- your bedside manner, you would hope would be like if she was an attempted murder victim, then. You'd be a little gentler. Gonzalez, on the other hand, I thought had great bedside manner. Yeah, he was like charming, and he was making her feel, I think, relaxed. He's questioning her. We love Gonzalez, right? He. We learn also. This is weird. We learn that he's a sergeant. He's Sergeant Gonzalez. This is Lieutenant Cobretti. Fucking, that's a high rank Mm -hmm. for a dude who's like persona non grata on Mm -hmm. the force. It seems like lieutenants. Fucking, that's high up. Yeah. It's like one below captain. Yep. Whatever. Anyway, I just thought that was weird that he's like, I never pegged him for a lieutenant. You you would have thought he'd just be detective or something yeah, like that. Like, yeah, he's like, he's sergeant best. Yeah. But so she says she doesn't understand why this happened. Gonzalez asks her if she can think of anyone who might like be out to get her. Yeah. Did you, did you have a fight with anyone? You only wanted money? You've been around drugs? People who deal drugs? Which is fucking kind of rich. With Brigitte and Stallone, like, right in this. I feel like they were around drugs 24-7. Yeah, they're like, immediately before we shot this scene, in fact. Yeah, we just... We just did a bump. So she says no. She says, but there was someone who scared her earlier that day. Right. Wait, what? Cobra's eyes widen. Well, is this this, the same... This this was the same night that she witnessed the murder? Yep, just a few hours ago. So the evil woman cop has arrived now. She's watching the interview through the window... She's off the clock already. She's like back in her, or on a her break. civilian clothes. Or on a break. I couldn't tell if she was still in a uniform or what, but she was she was definitely in the building eavesdropping on this conversation. So Ingrid says there was this dude whose van had broken down on the underpass, but mm-hmm. she drove away. Cobra asks her what time it was. She says it was 10. She says it was the main guy, and then there was a couple other guys. But wait, 10 o'clock? She was on her way to the photo shoot at 10 at night. I thought the same thing. as like, why? What time is it even now? This shit's gone crazy. Because I feel like it's probably 2 a.m. at this point. That's real late. But I think it's probably because this skeezy photographer was like, oh, let's do it at 10. Let's make it 10 a.m. so that you have to go home and I can help you home and then we'll fuck. Have a drink or stuff. Yeah. So I can roofie you. I can see that. Was this like an era where the photographer was the 
big deal more than a the lot model? of times a lot of times yeah the photographer was the guy that held the power okay because the photographer works for whatever i don't mag. feel like i could think i can't think of like a single sort of high profile photographer Any now Leibowitz. yeah but i feel like even she was from 40 years ago but she's still it yeah, she just, but there's not she very just, many photographers who are like, I, a, I, the photographer, can make your career because I'm the celebrity. She just flew out to Ukraine to to shoot um, Zelensky and his wife. Oh, yeah? For Vogue or Vanity Fair or some shit. That's cool. They're on the cover. And I was like, I, that, that. I feel like that doesn't send the right message, but mm. it's okay. They're, they've just got to stay in the public eye. I guess. Because people do. It's like the tendency to just tune out. Oh, that's still going on? It's still it going is, on, yeah, man. For sure, dude. Big time. So Ingrid now says, yeah. Wait, Cobra asked what was going on. Hold on. Stop everything. Hit me. Hit me. I'm fucked up because so that murder happened. The entire montage, like the woman, the woman baddie killing, then going and having a shift at dispatch, then going and like this has all happened in a very... I feel like they, three, three or four hours have passed. I think in my mind, they jumbled some scenes around perhaps. They had and to this have. woman saw the, saw the murder, then went to the police and this scene happened. Mm-hmm. And then days later she was doing the photo shoot and she was trying to kill. And then in my mind, there's just no conceivable way this all happens in one night. But, but you and I, you in, and I in also world, don't do cocaine regularly. So. That's true. <laughs> when you're that high, anything is possible. Oh, my God. We know. It's all on the same night. Can you wow. imagine how much stuff we did in one day? <laughs> um, so, yeah. Cobra wants to know, though, what the guy was doing that scared her. Right. Ingrid says he wasn't really doing anything. It was just the way he looked at her. Mm-hmm. Cobra says, would you recognize him again if you saw him? She says, the tall one? He says, yeah, the one that wants to kill you. How, That's what? some fucking... Terrible bedside manner. It's terrible. Cobra. Right? It's like, why do you put it like that? Yeah, it's like, uh, we're not sure of anything at this point, Cobra. Elsewhere, Night Slasher sharpening his knife or dulling again? it. Uh, dulling it. Or he this hasn't, is, he hasn't stopped. You, we just saw you sharpening in the montage, which is he, earlier tonight. Why is he sweating profusely? <laughs> it's hot in there. <laughs> I guess. But we've seen the industrial fans. We know there's air <laughs> circulation. The female cop she enters. She says she approaches and like tenderly touches the back of his I'm head. That's what I'm saying. Just like she's a soothsayer or something. Yeah, yeah. Like, she's, she's that's like the his, vibe I was getting yeah, from her. She's his uh, handler. So she says that the woman knows your face, but I know where she is. I can get her for you. I can give him to you. I can give him to you. Night Slasher cuts into his own hand. And or he it says, starts to cut off a finger or some shit. It's like, what the hell are you doing? Which probably freaked you out. I was like, nah, hand I don't like that. But what is it with people cutting their own she's hands? She's mine. Yeah, she's mine. What is it with people cutting their own hands in movies? That like bothers this, the shit out of me. This woman has, she's clearly already a member of your cult. There's, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. there's no reason for you to slice off your own finger to prove <laughs> anything to her. She's already bought it. She's bought what you're selling, nothing, Night Slasher. Nothing bugs me more than when people like, cut their own palms in movies. I'm like, it's like that blood oath, you know, we're like taking a blood oath Robin situation, Hood, whatever. I swear it by my own blood. It's like, why? Why not cut a, I get it, but why not cut something that wouldn't be so inconvenient while it's healing? Yeah, you're gonna, it's going to get infected, especially you in the gri- You can't use your hand no, until it gets you're better. Screwed. Like, cut, you, cut your forearm or something. Yeah. 
Something that you can or continue your calf. to. I don't know. I'm with you. I am absolutely <laughs> with you. At any rate, though, this is bad news for Ingrid. Because yeah, we guess the night slasher has made her like a personal priority of his for some reason. But I guess yeah, because she, she rolled up him. under the underpass, and that's going to carry the whole plot of the rest of the movie. Who knows how they are? This cult is picking their victims out. I think at random. Well, we know it's like until he was stricken by how by Brigitte's look. Maybe I don't know. It was just like I guess she did. She's a witness. Yeah, she so rolled up at the go. time, and they knew that like. If she saw the news report or something that they were down there under the underpass, she'd be like, oh, wait, I saw that guy. Yeah. But I saw it happen. Yeah, but it's still like. Uh. I See, this makes. Yeah. I'm still fucked up on how they found her <laughs> at the photo studio. Like within yeah. 30 minutes or an hour or something. Doesn't make any there. sense at all. But there must have been shit happening that we didn't see. And we may never see until Stallone releases the, the, the director's, director's cut. cut. With, they'll cut the robots out like they did with uh, the Rocky Four cut. <laughs> it probably originally it was like Brigitte had a robot sidekick or some yeah, shit that was in the whole movie. Fucking artificial intelligence. Or that like Night, Slasher, Night Slasher was the robot. Shit, he was the Terminator. <laughs> oh my god, it's a shared universe. No wait, is that uh, the dude who got? That's the dude who got punched through by the Terminator in uh, Terminator. Anyway, um, sorry, we've gone off the deep end, but we will be back. We, <laughs> There's. There's a we, lot more Cobra to talk stop about at this point. No, I can't believe how crazy this movie is. I well, it's Stallone, so I can. But that's true. But man, that's it, true. it is so hard to believe that it's like <laughs> that. This got greenlit, and that that Menachem was like, "Yeah, this is awesome." I think like they got man. they got Stallone on board, and they let him run wild. I, I do. I think they were like, as long as we got Coors and Pepsi on board, then we it's this is the golden calf. <laughs> it's like we will worship at this altar, my friend. <laughs> Huh. Okay. Anyway, I love it though, man. <laughs> I so too. I can't wait until next week. We're gonna get back with you and tell you everything else about Cobra. Woo! All right, friends, we'll be back. Yeah.